0: What's up, everybody? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. It's your boy, Kitty, out here. Uh, How are you, nerd... Nakama nerd? Nerd nakama? Nakama nerd. Yeah, that sounds right. Nakama nerd, how are you? We are here for a new beautiful day because today, Boku no Hero Academia Chapter 199 is out! Sugoi! Um I, I can speak a bit of Japanese but you know for for the podcast sake and you know so, for, so that everybody can understand I'm not going to bring up so, any Japanese Demo demoongo got but I'm not trying to brag you know just just saying you know but anyway so we got the chapter one ninety nine of boku no hero academia and woo, it starts off super well first of all we've got hoax and if you get any hoax in a chapter, the chapter is going to be good, that's for sure. And we get more insight about, like, how hoax is, like, managing his life on a daily basis. I mean, his usual, like, hero activity when he's not acting like a trader Because hoax is a trader, A motherfucking traitor. traitor at but anyway, so yeah, he's just, like, so skilled, you know. Excuse me, give me a second. He's just so skilled, you know? It's just like, the guy is good at, at everything, you know? Like, actually, I, th- I think, like, his quirk might be, like... S- the name might be, like, Mighty Wings. Let me check this out. Oaks Boku Mayuro Academia Boku no Hero. I think, yeah, is he, the name of his quirk is, like, Mighty Wings, which just says what... Uh, uh, just how good is his quirk, you know? So quirk fierce wings. swings excuse me i guess it just like depends on on the translation but yeah basically hoax can just like do a lot of stuff with with his wings you know and like so we get a, a small throwback about like the time when like tokoyami was interning for hoax you know and you know when we got fir- uh, later on introduced to hoax you know and that we got told that you know um tokoyami uh, interned for Hawks, I was kind of, like, skeptic as to why, you know, Tokoyami would intern for Hawks, because, yeah, you know, like, usually Tokoyami is the kind of guy who goes like, oh, this is all the plan of the darkness, you know, <laughs> you know, like, it just brings some like, some random shit about, like, darkness, and, like, you know, fates, you know, so I didn't really see how both of them would click together, but turns out, it was actually, like, Hoax decision, which invited him because they are both girls. I mean, that sounds like really hokey, I would say, you know, that sounds super hokey, but that sounds at the same time like fucking like, you know, well, I don't really care about you, but you're a girl like me, so, well, let's hang around, you know? And the thing is, he's not even joking, you know, y- y'all already know about Hoax. He doesn't give fucks. He says what he thought, you know, and he wanted. And when he keeps going on, like he wanted to talk with someone from class class one A, 1A, which kind of makes sense because I think that maybe at the time he was already like starting to investigate uh, on the League of Villains, so that makes sense. And yeah, like Tokoyami um, compared to like Bakugo and Todoroki. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, like if I was hoax, I would definitely choose like Tokoyami any day of the year. Because like, you know, Bakugo seems kind of like a freak, you know, crazy freak, which just want to win and with whom you can't really have a discussion. And, you know, Todoroki seems like he's super powerful, but he doesn't seem like the guy who's like, you know, I mean, you know, Todoroki, you know, he's just like he's a cool guy, you know, but that's still Todoroki, you know and, uh, well, I don't know, I don't know, anyway, so, yeah, <laughs> really funny time of the chapter, you know, like, I really died of laughter when I, <laughs> when I, when we actually got to, to get a, a sights of, like, the thoughts of, of Tokoyami, and oh my god, that's actually super interesting, because, like, Uh, We don't get, like, that much the thoughts of other characters than Midoriya. Uh, Well, we get some of... uh, I mean, we do, you know, when they are really featured and they are in the center of the chapter. But, like, for Tokoyami, I think that might be a first that we get, like, you know, his thoughts. And that's super interesting because (laughs) you can see that Tokoyami might not say anything against anyone at any time, you know? Like, he doesn't. he never really disagrees with anyone, you know? But he did think I'm not your carrier pigeon, so you know I was like, "Yo, Tokoyami, are you really feeling like that?" I never knew you could think that kind of thing, you know. But yeah, I mean the guy was frustrated, you know. And then you know there was another internship, you know, and I, it wasn't like internship at first; it was just like um, workplace experimentation. But then there was the internship, and oaks. Or came, uh, took him again under his wing literally under his wing you know and like the my boy Tokuyami got hangered again you know because he felt like trashed which was kind of the the truth you know I, actually even the sidekicks you know they feel like they feel like trash you know i mean first of all their design sucks shit and just like you know Tsukuyomi is really going all out. Yeah! And he's got plenty of room for growth. Come on, stop sucking his dick, guys. I mean, you're supposed to be both heroes, you know? And, like, this is actually interesting because these guys, you know, uh, they actually seem like... They they might have more experience than Tokuyomi, but they actually seem weak, you know? Weak as fuck. And I think, like, you know, Hawks took them because they are kind of useful and they don't... They are just, like, you know easy to live with and probably, I don't know, you know, but actually uh, this brings us back to some kind of um, joy boy, um, my, my boy joy boy um, theories discussion that he had that, you know, like the whole hero society is kind of fumbling at the moment and because like the society doesn't really trust heroes anymore, but like when you see these kind of heroes, you know, like we don't even know these, their names and I understand why. <laughs> But like you know, they don't inspire trust. You know, it's just like we see Hoax and we be like, "Oh, Hoax is so almighty. We don't need to help him." You know, just like, alright, okay, guys, you know. But then we got really a in- super interesting moment where Hoax actually fly to Koyami, and that was actually nice because actually, what I really like about Hoax is is double personality the same way he's going to play double spy you know uh yeah double agent you know his personality is kind of built the same way you know he can be super harsh and super mean even if he doesn't mean it you know he's just bringing the truth you know and but at the same time kind of is con- super considerate i wouldn't say considerate you know but he's just like looking into things and he's feeling people somewhat somehow you know, and yeah, he actually said that one of the reason actually, if you leave aside, like e- e- everything he said, you know, uh, about like 50% of uh, me wanting to have you with me uh, to talk with someone from 1A, which leaves 50% of the reason to like him being a bird and um, Tokoyami's wasting potential, right? Uh, I mean... The The reason for him to want to t- talk to someone from class 1A is because of his mission of as a double agent, I, I would assume, right? So, meaning, Hoax really felt bad for Tokoyami losing some potential, you know? Um, and that's interesting because, like, you know, Hoax is someone which, you know, since he was a kid, you know, he was destined to be a hero. And that's actually sad, you know? Like, the guy never really had choose oh i want to be a hero it's like people pushed it, pushed him into being a hero i mean by the age of four he was able to rescue uh, a building crumbling so that makes kind of sense you know but like hoax is actually kind of you know i would it's like quite looking at you know um i don't know if it's because tokoyami is a brother or something but i'm really looking forward to see the interaction between uh midoriya and uh, and hoax because it might be interesting you know uh i would be actually super interested to 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 see holstein in the villain role you know and just like kick ass of everybody but yeah you know that's for another story but yeah and yeah i mean like this chapter is actually super condensed you know i mean there's a lot of information a lot of things happening and i'm talking a lot as well you know but yeah you know like this fight so this is the second fight. Um, so we've got like, um, uh, sometimes I just forget the names of characters, you know? I mean, so we've got our boys, Tokoyami, we've got, um, um Momo, Momo, oh, well, I forgot her full name, and we've got like Dazzling, Dazzling Beam, because I forgot his name as well. And yeah, so, actually, the, the class, uh, the guys from the class 1, 1B, um, is actually actually quite skilled, you know, despite not being confronted so much to uh, to villains, uh, which is probably because they, well, they, they didn't get tutored by All Might, so they didn't get targeted as much because of that and all that. But yeah, actually, is quite skilled, and it seems as well like Kendo is like the as some people might have suspected uh, based on the previous chapter. Um, Kendo is actually the, the head. Well, she's the. She's the, uh, how do you say that? Um, the, the school, the the class rep. Yeah, she's the sc- class rep, you know. Um, but yeah, she's not just the s- school rep. She's actually, like, just the leader um, actually holding the class. Um, and if it wasn't for her, Monoma would actually be, um, you know, just leading the class. So, yeah, and it seems like she's actually, like, super skilled because even though, like, Momo was actually super... Well, you know, she was like, "Oh, I've got, to, I've got everything figured out. It, it just, it just, I, you know, to Koyami, fly, you know." Um, well, it seems like um, Ken, kendo has got some some more insight about what's going to happen, and that's really interesting because, like, uh, I've always thought that you know Kendo's quirk was quite bland. You know, I mean, it just like her getting big hands. Okay, cool. What about it? You know, right? But it seems like. Um, one of the reasons for her to become a hero and uh, why she's been able to become a hero, you know, is that uh, rather than her quirk, she's actually got some brains, you know, because I mean, like getting, m- I mean, making your hands bigger, that doesn't seem to me like a super threatening quirk, you know, right? Or maybe it's just body parts, you know, and I h- really hope she can makes make her has her boobs bigger as well, you know, but. That's not the discussion here, but you know, so Kendo is really going to be interesting in the next chapter. Uh, by the way, I mean, like, why is Momo drowned so badly on on one page? I mean, it's just like awful, you know. When she said to Ayoama, she says to Ayoama to to use uh, his navel buffet. You know, it's just like awful, you know. She she's doing so bad. But anyway. And, yeah, uh, it's really interesting to see, actually, this combination of characters, you know, because you really get to see, like, more individuality of each um, character in Class 1A and 1B as well. So that's really good, you know, especially, like, Hagakure, you know, Uh, Invisible Girl, for those who don't know. You know, she actually played a part in something because... (laughs) 99% 99% of the time she's just like here and you don't even know she's here because, well, she's invisible and she's always naked, you know, which is strange because actually her quirk is like a light diffraction, right? So to me, it feels like she should be able to control if she wants to become visible or not. So maybe she's actually the best girl of one, uh, of class 1A and 1B, but we will probably never know. Even, Even like... Actually, even if Aizawa is looking at her, it doesn't dispel the, her quirk because she's a mutant. She's not, like, activating her quirk. It seems like she's a mutant. So it's actually pretty strange. Maybe her whole body is, like, diffracting light or reflecting light. I think it's diffracting because she can change the course of the light. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. But, yeah. Uh, and Mushroom Girl. I mean, she makes me kind of think of Himiki, Himiko Toga. But, like, I like Toga better because, well, she just seems like, ah, kid girl, mushroom, shroom, shroom. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's inside. I'm, I'm not really interested. But I'm really looking forward to the rest of the fight because, I mean, it seems like Class 1B is really good. And I'm definitely looking for that fight, like, between uh, Midoriya and uh, Monoma and Shinso. is going to be a hell of a fight because, you know, Well, for sure, Monoma is going to copy Shinso's power. Some people speculated that he's going to try and take Deku's quirk as well. But, uh, well, uh, I don't... Well, as well, you know, some people speculated that Monoma is not stupid. Because, you know, on some, like, um, stats sheets that... um, he, um, Kohei did in some chapters you know like actually his intelligence stats was really high up meaning Monoma wouldn't be stupid enough to to take uh, the quirk of someone he's only seen getting injured because like the only time he's, he has seen like Deku using his quirk He's at the festival and, well, you know, they could just break his arm and fingers. So, I don't think like Monoma would be interested into that. So, it's really bringing up a lot of questions. I'm really looking forward to the next chapter. I hope there's no break. I think there's no break. And so, you know, guys, Nerd Nakama, we'll see each other in the next episode. Peace!